Hello, and welcome to Light Above Solitude, a podcast for the multifaceted soul. I'm your host, Kalia, aka the Spiritual Dog Mom. Light Above Solitude illuminates your path to self-discovery and growth on a soul level through mindset, holistic health, intentional living, and the exploration of elements and tools used in modern spirituality. I'm an unapologetic dog mom who's obsessed with growth and the magical synchronicities of life. I love helping women who feel stuck playing small discover their natural talents and abilities so that they can gain confidence, find purpose, and live a joyful, soul-aligned life. Throughout this podcast, I will be inviting guests to chat on their expertise, as well as provide some thoughts of inspiration on being a dog mom. Because truth be told, the dogs in our lives are truly spiritual creatures. Animals have helped me along every step of my journey, from the dark side of depression into the light of alignment. And I'm ready to guide you out of solitude and into the light of hope, love, and freedom. So make sure you stay connected at lightabovesolitude.com. All right, time to get lit. Hey, 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 welcome to Light Above Solitude. Wherever you are, I hope you're having a fantastic week and that you enjoyed last week's episode on finding your story. Let me know your thoughts and any insights you received. You can hit me up on IG. I'm at the spiritual dog mom. This week, I have a great surprise for you. I brought back a wonderful woman and an even greater friend, Jessica DiNatale. Jess was a guest back in episode 19, and in that episode, we chatted about inner child work and healing from the past. If you haven't had a listen, I highly recommend going back after you finish this episode. I will leave the link for that episode in the show notes below. Jess and I have become great, great friends, and I have asked her back to the show because she always has so much value to offer everyone, and she has been very busy creating amazing things lately. Jessica DiNatale is an energy healing practitioner who improves the lives of her clients by illuminating subconscious blocks to pave a way to personal fulfillment. Her soul's mission is to free clients from their emotional baggage and physical pain through subconscious reprogramming. She's able to accomplish this with so much success by leveraging clients, specifically one-on-one programs, to produce actionable and obtainable steps to personal autonomy. Jessica is also a co-host in the Hype Women's Mastermind, where women discuss their accomplishments and challenges as they navigate their way through business. Today, she is here to chat about trauma and emotions and how they can get trapped in our bodies. Hey, Jess, thank you so much for being here today. I'm so excited to share with the listeners what you've been up to lately. Oh, man, I've been up to a lot, girlfriend. (laughs) It's been a lot since our last conversation. (laughs) Yes, it sounds like it. Yes. Can you give us a little sneak peek on what has been happening in your neck of the woods since we chatted? Yeah, so I got a couple certifications under my belt, and I am now an emotion code practitioner certified, Mm. which is, yes, it's a form of energy healing, ancestral healing, removing of our emotional baggage from our body. And I also became a safe space trauma certified coach. So it's essentially just you're able to work with people who have trauma, um, which is beautiful because I have a psych degree and whatnot. And so, and then I also started a really awesome mastermind with a client turned friend, hype woman mastermind for the misfits in business. And (laughs) I love it. Absolutely love it. And, and now I'm also starting a side, side, side note, which I haven't really told anybody is a nonprofit for children. So that I'm trying to work and build with. Yeah, I, I got it. It's a very long story. We could talk about it later if you want. But um, my stuffed animal, Rosie, is going around changing the world, Aww. one kid at a time, sharing inspirational quotes. You know, you know, we've talked about inner child work and stuff before. That's really important to me for adults, especially. And so I just have all the ideas and I'm like, okay, we got to we got to do something with them and just do it like start, you know, and yes. Well, I'm a little overwhelmed because that's just a lot going on in my life, but it's okay. It's good stuff. I remember the days that I was waiting for myself to be busy in this way, or like I'd be busy because I'd be going to my nine to five and I just was miserable. And now I'm busy because it's my life and I get to design it. Right. So 
it's all oh my gosh I love that you're so aware of that because it is it's a whole different ballgame when you're busy for the right reasons yes girlfriend yes yes you're you're not kidding (laughs) it can be overwhelming and challenging but that's the thing it's like babe you built this business you can do as much as you want or not right and it's it's okay to schedule in like we had just talked about scheduling those blocks of time where it's okay to just be like you know what we're gonna just go to bed we're not gonna do anything today yes amen (laughs) you can't sustain it it's not sustainable right so yes I did see Rosie on Instagram and I'm super excited that sounds like an amazing plan I love that your heart's in the right place with with just starting young right like get them before they have to relearn and and unremember all the things that that happen in life because life is unpredictable so I do want to talk about that let's talk about it tell me more about where Rosie comes from oh so I had a stuffed dog named Rosie way back in the day and she got left on vacation was never retrieved Mm -hmm. and in my own healing journey very recently I discovered how much I really missed having Rosie and as someone who is also spiritual I used to speak to Rosie and she was like my imaginary friend, but I'm pretty sure she was like looking back at it now. She wasn't, she was a little bit more than imaginary. Right. Mm. And I just decided, I was like, I just want to go remake Rosie. I want to feel that happiness again. And so my practitioner that I work with is also a really good friend. Her husband went away for a little while and made her this emotional support bear. His name is Ellis. Ellis spelled backward is silly. So she has this silly bear that she takes everywhere and everybody Ooh. lights up. Yeah. Lights up like the 4th of July when they see this, when they see this bear. So there's, there's a picture of me just like, I don't know if I've ever seen myself happier really in recent times than holding this bear. And I'm like, I'm going to get a bear. I'm making one. I don't care. And so I started taking her places with me and like, just like, haha, let's take a picture of you at dinner. Hey, come to meditation with me. And everybody loves her. And I was like, we're just going to just Rosie's adventures. We're just going to go on adventures. We're going to have kids send in their stuffed animals eventually and give us a little inspirational quote. Like I would love to, like, it's just on Instagram right now. And I just realized how much, like you'd said, like a lot of our trauma comes from how we were brought up. And so aside from wanting to work with that demographic as well, and to work with kids who maybe have come from a troubled home is I want to get into the cancer wards. My goal is to be sponsored mm-hmm. by build a bear and like bring workshops to like a lot of the local hospitals and eventually travel and go like outside of Connecticut where I'm from, Oh, I love write a that. book. Yes. Write a book about Rosie and her adventures and like do all of these things. Like that's, I think it's important when you're in business, you have to at some point think long-term mm-hmm. and when you need to start making big decisions, what does your future look like? And for me, that's really hard because I'm very much a Gemini live in the moment, change my mind like this. And (laughs) I've realized what it all comes back to is community. And where do you see yourself in five years? I want to just be running this nonprofit, like be Mm. that CEO. And I mean, of course, do the energy healing, of course, do I would love to do larger group events. I would, there's so many things that I see myself doing and I'm just, I'm excited for it, but I got to pump the brakes because I'm like, can only do so much (laughs) at a time, but I definitely dream big. You got to dream big, right? Yes. And I love that dream. What a mission, man. That is amazing. I'm behind you 100%. Thank you. I know you are. (laughs) I know I could like come fly down to Washington and be like, girl, you ready to go? Let's do it. And you'd be like, sure, where are we going? We have a fantastic so, children's hospital up here. So yes, that. let's do it. Oh my God. I would love that. Yes. <laughs> so cool. Amazing. Okay. What is next? So tell me about this. Um, I forget how you worded it. The trauma. Um, how did you work? Trauma informed. Yeah. So it's from a psychotherapist who happens to also be a coach in the coaching world. And that's how I was introduced to her. And she runs a whole like legitimate trauma certification. So I'm technically trauma informed. I may have misspoke when I was explaining it because it's a, kind of a long certification. Yes. <laughs> so you become can become actually trauma certified from her. I am trauma informed. So it was a evergreen series. You kind of go at your own pace and 
I took a bunch of notes. They send you a certification, like you're all set. You've got all the knowledge that you need. And I've taken that plus my degree in psychology, plus my experience working on the road as an EMT, plus my certification as a dispatcher, where you need to take classes that you have somebody freaking out on the phone. You need to know how to address. Right. And so I've just taken all of this experience. And I think for some people, it's nice to just slab a certification on top of it. So people do know that you're legit. And I think that that's important. I I think that yes, experience does all to me mean more than having a piece of paper. Mm -hmm. And, but at the same time, when you work in this kind of work, you want to make sure like, Hey, I'm backed by a psychotherapist. She said I was good. Right. And I have the degree in psychology. I took the classes. Like I know. So it just, for me, like, I want to make sure that I tell people that I always show that those certifications and that degree, because it's important because I work really hard for them. And then the emotion code on top of that has been completely life-changing. It is my favorite modality that I've used so far and the ones that I've learned. And I'm going to be honest with you. I have no idea how it works other than everything (laughs) is energy. We know that, right? Everything is energy. And so that is what, like, how do you do that? How, how have you been able to release somebody from their chronic migraines or their chronic pain or their heart wall, which is literally your abundance block. So if you're calling out for something and it's not coming, like we talked about earlier, there's self-limiting beliefs. There are things that have become trapped in our bodies because if you think about it, bomb shelters are necessary in time of war. You need to be able to, to protect yourself and you need shelter. What your body doesn't realize, AKA PTSD, is when veterans return home from war, they don't, their body does not realize when the car backfires that they're not in wherever they were. And it are, and this doesn't just affect veterans. It affects every single one of us. You may not have like a knee jerk physical reaction to something happening, but if you've had really traumatizing relationships, either with a a partner or in your family life, you're going to knee jerk react, react to your situation because our brain likes patterns even if it's self-sabotaging, we like to know what to like, what to expect and what we're anticipating. And so all yeah. of us do this. And so it's important to know that you don't just have a physical body. You have an emotional body, you have a spiritual body and you have a mental body. You also have your aura, but that's a little separate from what we're talking about here. And so you could be good. You go to went to therapy for years. Your mental body is exhausted from talking about this. Maybe it's not stuck there anymore. Maybe it's stuck in your physical body. And I truly believe a lot of our physical pain comes from our emotional trauma. It's when our bodies have taken, have taken so much and they it can't do it anymore. And it's like, Hey, I'm going to make you aware that I'm in pain. And then we go to the doctor and we get treated for the symptoms, We never actually get treated for what happened. And so I could talk about this forever. And so I'm here just realized, <laughs> Yeah. And so I've, I've just realized that. I had a practitioner friend ask me, she goes, so when you remove the emotion, where does it go? And I was like, mm. oh, wow. Like I never <laughs> thought to, she's like, it doesn't just move from one body. It moves to the next until it's actually ready to move. And so I've learned so much from this woman. And I was like, that changed the game for me because now I'm able to implement processes after the fact with my clients of like, Hey, we're going to do follow-ups. Hey, because of this, we're going to do a little bit of inner child work over here, you know? And so my programs and the things that I offer now are are a little bit different and a little more extensive. And because emotion code, you could just come in and be like, I don't want to talk about it. Remove it. Literally, quite literally, you can do that with this modality. I don't believe in that though. I think a lot of our shit, excuse my language, sometimes just wants to be acknowledged. Yes. let's just let's just hey thanks thanks the little kid in you that's been trapped for 40 years in in her own little room I see clients that are all of ages hey oh my god thanks for noticing me and just rattles off everything that's been going on for 40 years <laughs> yes and it's like okay we just wanted to be acknowledged and then the pain is gone this is great really great for physical pain you will notice it more quickly if wow. you're using emotion code for physical pain so incredible life-changing things, stories that have brought me to tears of just generational healing, because this works with your ancestral healing. So you show up, you don't just heal yourself. 
you heal back and you heal forward. So if you have kids, it doesn't pass to them. Or if it, it has passed to them, it has removed from them as well. That's the stuff that brings me to tears because I've literally had stadiums of souls show up for removals and it's, mm. it's very moving. It's so moving. And it's like, thank you. I don't have, my soul does not have to live with this anymore. And so beautiful stuff. So yes. Wow. That's amazing. Yes. That's powerful. Very, very. So if somebody is having chronic pain, is there a tell on if you know it comes from trauma or if it's just something else, is there a way to tell if that stems like if they're not consciously aware? So I've noticed with people with chronic pain, they usually say they don't know where they got it from or there was an injury. And now I just have, you know, crappy pain there. I just have like, Oh, when the weather's bad, it, it tightens up or, and so for example, last week I had a woman that I see regularly who had a lot of elbow pain. And she's like, I've had this for years from, or I'm sorry. She said, I had this since January because I got hurt. And so after session, we weren't even focusing on her elbow. We were focused on, on her actual trauma that we know that she has. And in her follow-up a few days later, she goes, my, I was literally considering physical therapy for this pain and it's gone. She's like, I know you didn't even try to work on it. So all the stuff that we had pulled for whatever reason. So emotions are, are interesting when they get trapped, they either get trapped from 90% of it is in your trunk. That doesn't mean that it doesn't get trapped anywhere else in your body. And so if you have an instability somewhere in your body from an injury, likely that's where trapping emotions will go. Now, a lot of this pain was not from any time recently, but for whatever reason, if we, we've been removing a lot of emotions Sometimes those emotions have nowhere to go and they just move to the next place of instability is what I've noticed. Mm. So with chronic pain specifically, I will just, I will focus on that area and say, okay, is this pain from any of the emotions that I found today? Yes or no. Like I have a whole system that I use on my end. There's a flow chart and, you know, there's a bunch of letters and numbers and things that I use that comes with, with how you learn it. And so I don't know if that really answers your question, but I've noticed that chronic pain always seems to be trapped emotionally. And sometimes we can find pinpoint exactly where it came from, what age or who it came from. Is it mom or dad? Did it happen when you, you know, mom was pregnant with you because things can get trapped um, while she's pregnant. Is it past life related? That's a huge one that people don't think about. And your soul, because it gets trapped in your DNA, essentially. And it just, that's how ancestral trauma happens, you know, a part of it, especially. And then there's preconception trapped emotions, which is literally before you even got to earth. Wow. You could have a lot of grief, a lot of emotions around leaving your perfect, because this isn't our home, right? This is like earth is our home, but where we came from is very different. And so there's this theory of the veil of memory where it was placed on us before we got here physically, because if we knew how great it was, where we came from, we would just be miserable humans. We would learn nothing. (laughs) We would learn nothing because we would just be horribly depressed all of the time. And so I've had emotions trapped in people from feeling abandoned that they left their great, their great place and their happy place. And so removing those emotions open up a world of, of like chronic pain that no longer exists because it came from when their soul was literally conceived and then sent to earth. Like mind blowing. uh, (laughs) I mean, I'm woo woo. We know this, but that was so (laughs) woo woo that I was like, that doesn't even make sense to me until I started seeing it. And it made so much sense. So that is my long winded answer to your question. I hope that that answered it. Fascinating. Um, fascinating. Fascinating. Like fascinating stuff here. Love it. So during a session, like how does this work? Are they under hypnosis? Are you just walking them through questions or how do you actually find the energy? Yeah. So I do not hypnotize people. I know that that is something that I could do if I wanted to, but I just don't feel comfortable with that. A lot of people aren't. And so when I 
go to find emotions, I have to first ask you, are you comfortable with me accessing your subconscious? And if that's either yes or no, if it's no, then I can't do the work. Right. And that's so actually one of my next questions, I was like, how, how do you know if you're even ready for this kind of work? Right. And so I physically will ask you out loud, are you okay with this? Yes or no. How this works is a form of muscle testing. So I'm sure you know what a lie detector test is, right? They hook you mm -hmm. up to the nodes. They ask you questions and your subconscious brain answers. Mm. Your subconscious brain, technically all those, uh, I'm not exactly sure of the terminology, but whatever the reading is, is from your subconscious. The answer you give is from your conscious. Right. So it's essentially the same thing. So when I go in and ask these questions, I don't get answers from your conscious mind. I get answers from your subconscious. And it'll tell me, your conscious will try to come in and be like, there are sometimes <laughs> things that are hidden and trapped. So they're hidden for a reason. They don't want to be found, but I found them. Oops, sorry. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> sorry, my bad. It was ready to go anyway, right? And so this is like the deep-seated, like the shadow work, right? The inner child, like the stuff that really, some of it's deeper than others, I guess. We'll just make it simpler. And yeah. so how I access your subconscious is I've, I don't know how this, everybody does this differently. How I look at your subconscious is a book. So once you tell me you're good to go, I imagine your book opening and I am just like a little fairy or a little, little something just kind of through the book, turning the pages and I see what wants to be read. Once I read it, I remove it. Now it does not remove from your mental body, it'll always be there. Something that happens to you, you'll always know happened to you. Mm -hmm. The difference is in, in what I do is that I remove the emotion attached to it. So you don't have a mental, physical, emotional, or spiritual reaction to it anymore. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. So, and then at some point your body goes, okay, we're done. And we'll shut the book. Hmm. And I've had people's dead animals shut the book on me literally Aww. like their cat will come and jump up on the book and like play with the book and then shut the book. <laughs> I've had inner child be super triggered and be like, we're done and completely kick me out, slam the book in my face. And I only get so far. Yeah. So your body will tell me like your conscious and your subconscious are talking. If you're not ready, it's very apparent. And so I think responsibly, I've seen people or other practitioners pull up to 25 emotions in someone's body in one session, which wow. feels really like overload. Yeah, um, that seems like a lot. It, Exhausting. Get, <laughs> exactly. And so this is a form of like energetic surgery. Like if you just had your foot operated on, you're not going to go run a marathon tomorrow. Right. And so right. there's important, it's important to have the downtime. It's important to listen to your body. You, some people, not all will have a visceral, like physical response to all of the releasing. And so we release, our body releases in many ways, crying, burping, laughing. Uh, from the waist down, we do a lot of other releasing <laughs> in the bathroom, yep. right? And so, you know, I tell people, I'm like, not to be crude, but you may have a bowel movement after your session. We removed a <laughs> lot of normal. Right. We've removed a lot of emotions from your colon or your stomach or your in that area. And that's how your body releases it. And so the consensus though, is everybody sleeps great. Great. Either the first or the second night, your body goes in like full restore mode and like rebalances your energies. And so, awesome. yeah. So that's something that people don't realize is that you need your body. You might feel a dip in your energy after our session because we just removed so much. And now your body's like, okay, we need to recalibrate. So you may be a little down. You may feel a little crappy. Um, you may feel really tired, all normal. And so I always tell people just drink extra water before and after session. We need you fluid and in flow. We need the water to move things out. And so on my end too, when I know you've released an emotion, I will yawning is my huge, is a big confirmation for me. If I'm yawning, you, that's another way we, we release. And so opening that space. And so I'll yearn, I'll yearn. Okay. <laughs> I'll yawn. I'll burp. 
I will cough. Like I have visceral responses on my end because I essentially am in your body in a way I'm in your subconscious. Um, and so I'll put people through a meditation while I'm doing this just to kind of like, they could literally be clean in their kitchen. It doesn't matter. You do not need to be in. I just feel like as part of the session, why not balance out your chakras and do an energy cleansing meditation while I'm yeah. working on you. Right. Let's do it. So <laughs> let's do the whole damn thing while we're doing it. Let's just do it. And so it's, it's different for everybody. It, and it's it, how people react. Some people are like, oh my God, you know, just horrible stomach pains for like a couple hours. And then they go to the bathroom and they feel better. Or everybody, or there's some people like me who have a motion code done. And I'm like, I feel fine. <laughs> We're Nothing <good>. happened. <laughs> We're good. I had a session done in November on me and it was for lower back pain from what I thought was a chronic injury that I've had in the same spot. Turns out it was stuff I've been holding on to childhood. I have not knock on my head here, knock on wood. It's not come back. Wow. And I never had a visceral response after. So um, some people definitely are nervous when they come to see me because they're like, I don't know what to expect. Mm -hmm. And that's very normal. It's very normal because you don't know what's going to come up, but it found you for a reason, right? Somehow we cross paths. Your body knows what it's ready to let go of. If there are things that it's not ready to process, that's okay. And I have plenty of people who are like, I have no idea what happened at five. And I'm like, well, apparently it was enough to trigger something in you that needed protection. Like it was like, okay, we're going to trap this. So we remember it for next time. Right. That's, that's why your body does it as a remembrance. Like, oh, don't do this again. Protect yourself, protect yourself. And it's like, it's just so it doesn't, it doesn't work. It's not sustainable over time. Like it can trapped emotions can literally affect the physical makeup of your tissues. Wow. It, it causes toxins and parasites and misalignments. Like it does a lot of things to our body that we treat with traditional medicine. And I will not knock traditional medicine because it saved my life on many occasions where I've had really bad anaphylaxis. I've had a lot of weird injuries that have happened to me as a kid. So I'll never knock it. But at the same time, sometimes it's okay to go a little untraditional to see if anything else will help. And it's so far, I haven't had any complaints. So yeah, well, like it. you said, like you said, those things can be in the body or the emotional plane and, and we have to deal with both of them. So definitely Western uh, medicine helps with the body and, okay. and mostly Eastern. I don't know where, where does emotion code or stem from? Do you know? So his name is Dr. Bradley Cooper. He is a, did I say his name last name, right? Now I'm thinking about it. I just call him Dr. Brad. Um, <laughs> And so he has been a chiropractor for years and he realized that he was cracking the same part or addressing the same injury over and over again. And these people would go see doctors and there was no relief. And so he is very religious and was praying because he prays every night and was praying out to God and said, I, I feel like I'm not helping my, my patients in the way that I need to be helping them. And I need, I need some direction. And so he had this beautiful download from God that said, this is how you're going to help people. And he was testing it. It's relatively like within the last 20 years, he, they've been testing this method on and off on multiple, multiple, multiple participants of what emotion is this? How do we narrow it down? Cause there's obviously more than emotion code only uses 60 emotions. Um, mm -hmm. There's obviously a lot more than that, but there's some that encompass all of the same thing, if that makes sense. Yeah, so mm -hmm. they've, they just have been testing this for so long. And so they, they started to just use this on their, on his chiropractic patients. And they've been able to release them from that pain entirely where they don't need wow. to be a lot. So there's a whole history on that as well. Um, super fascinating. Like, cause yeah, definitely. literally came from divine, like divine source. This comes from source. So gotta love a good download. <laughs> gotta love it. And we definitely don't use it people in either in this world or not. And it depends on whether you're spiritual or not and, or what you believe in. And I don't religious or not spiritual or not, it doesn't matter, but you can always check in with yourself. You could always spend the time going in and being like, Hey, what does Jess need today? What does Kalia need today? For me, it looks a little like what is source trying to teach me today? What does source need me to know today? 
And then I check in with all of my bodies. It's so important. And I don't do this every day. I'm not perfect. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I do this all the time because I don't. (laughs) I forget that I have this really great support system all around me. The universe source to me is just all encompassing. I use source as like the whole everything. And so we forget that we have that. And so, you know, I definitely call all of that in when I'm working with clients and when you're removing something from somebody, you have to put something back, right? Like you can't, you Mm -hmm. have to remove it and put, and I just, I put light back in there. I put source back in there. I put happiness. I think of all the good, the things that they tell me that they love. I put that and I fill that back in. And when you do that, cause if you do this and you're like, Oh man, I'm hungry. Like you're doing the energy work. Oh man, I'm just hungry. I'm exhausted. I'm tired. Then you're putting that back in their body. And that's Mm -hmm. not, that's not good work. Right. And we forget how important our thoughts are and what we tell ourselves every day. And so it's really interesting. It keeps me in check. It makes me a better person in a way working on other people in this regard. Cause I can't be thinking about the bullshit, excuse my language. Yeah. You have to be um, super intentional. I can't even imagine how much energy it takes from you to just do this work. It's, it can be exhausting. And, you know, I use flower essences and crystal essences to support me in my journey and with my clients, which essentially is the energetic property of flowers and crystals. I have a woman, um, Bioluminescence is who I use. She's a good friend of mine. I work with her at Hidden Gem on Main in Connecticut. And ever since I started using her essences, I am somebody who who's struggled for 10 plus years with fibromyalgia, which is the catch-all term for, we don't know what's wrong with you, but we know that you have pain. <laughs> right. There's a lot of other very strongly worded things I want to say about it. And someone said to me last year, well, it's something you're going to have for the rest of your life. So, and then the conversation continues. Oh gosh. That's, and, that's deep. <laughs> yeah. And I went to my, I didn't say this out loud, but after that conversation, I went, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not going to have this forever. And I had the practitioner ask me, she's like, all right, this one's going to sting. But what's your shadow around fibro? And I looked at mm. her. She's like, why do you feel so unworthy? Why do you hate yourself? Aww. Why? And I was like, oh, I don't <laughs> like how that feels. Right. And she's like, imagine how your body feels. You've been self-harming your whole life. And self-harm doesn't just mean cutting your wrists or trying to commit suicide. Self-harm is the way you speak to yourself, how you eat, how you sleep, all, all the things. And so- oh, Amen. Yes. yes. And so I was really uncomfortable and I, I said, I can be uncomfortable my whole life or I can actually address what's going on. And so I started using the infamous Moldavite that everybody, if you're in the spiritual community right now, you just know what Moldavite is. Yep. I had it on yesterday. <laughs> yeah. It is super powerful and you have to be ready for Moldavite and Moldavite will find you. Yes. And she created a blend in which she, so what she does is she puts the stones in water out in the elements, and then she binds them with glycerin and uh, brandy. Hmm. And that's how it's activated. So you're getting the same prop, you know, the same effects as if you had the stone. But I think for me, when you're taking it internally, it does something very different. Yeah. Wow. So I started using Moldavite in its liquid form. Wow. <laughs> Brave yeah. soul. <laughs> yeah, I it it got it got bad before it got better. I'm engaged. I gave my ring back. Oh man. I questioned all of my safety. I questioned everything in my life. I questioned many things that I never thought that I would question about myself and who I thought I was and realized that in my mind I I feel like I built a house and I locked myself inside of it thinking I was safe Mm. in there. Except the problem is that everything that I was afraid of was also in that house. So I couldn't. So Moldavite. I've definitely been there. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so Moldavite went, what house, bitch? You don't have a house. (laughs) You don't have a house anymore. Literally all the rugs got shaken out. The tornado ripped through. 
And then I was able to see into the basement. And I was like, oh man, I didn't even realize I put that there. Like in the cobwebs, in the dirt, in, in the destructions. So where I sit now is looking at the piles going, okay, I need to build a new house, but I don't need to take all the same things with me. Yeah. Kalia, it's been nine weeks. I have not had any chronic pain. Oh, yes. I'm so happy to hear that. None, none, none. And so that makes no sense to me. Right. Oh, it's a miracle. That's amazing. It's, It's amazing. And so, but now I'm realizing that just my body is still revolting. It's still in that. Like I've had a cold, so I haven't had any chronic pain, but I've had a cold sore for nine weeks. <laughs> so my body is not, bubble up those last bits. <laughs> yep. It's like still purging. It's like, oh, you, you can't kiss your fiance. You can't be intimate with him. You can't like, it's still trying. Like my body is still in the shadow of revolting against the things that I've been trying to get. So it realized it has nothing to stand on anymore, <laughs> but now it's revolting in all of the ways that it knows how left to do. And so it's been super interesting, but I remember being in meditation a couple, like nine weeks ago, and I could literally feel myself healing. Like I could feel Moldavite going in my DNA and just turning off all of my nerve receptors because that's mm-hmm. what it does. It gets Moldavite goes, gets into your brain and it, it quiets the nerve receptors in your brain because they've all been flashing for 13 years or however alert, long. Alert, alert. <laughs> Panic, panic. We're, you know, it, it was making me need your, like, I couldn't even cuddle with my fiance because I would just immediately say, ow. And then Moldavite came through and I went, he went to go hug me and I went to go almost say, ow, and knee jerk. And I was like, oh, you're not actually in pain. Your body's just trying to keep everything and everybody away from you. Like, you don't want to be loved. It all comes down to you do not accept love. You do not feel comfortable with love. You do not want to accept love into your life. And he even said that to me. He's like, you just don't, you don't even know what it's like to be loved, actually loved by someone. And I'm like, oh my God, like just wow, big, big, big stuff. And so I only recommend Moldavite to people who are really ready because it will literally shake up your world and it can push you quite frankly into a dark night of the soul, which is depression, anxiety suicidal thoughts like it's not a good place to be if you're not ready for it so I'm just very fortunate for the people who have loved me through all of this who've supported me who've answered the phone at 1 a.m who've quite literally just been so pivotal in my healing and you know or so I don't know if that's the right word I want to use but um have just been so necessary and so everything has changed for me everything and I I normally with the cold sores I get flare-ups I haven't had a flare up. I'm just, wow. You have to heal. What a fantastic transformation. That is amazing. Yeah. So amazing. I'm so happy for you. you. As as a friend, I'm like screaming on the inside. I'm like, I know this is so good. I mean, it takes so much what, you know, other people look out, what other people see as bad things. Like you gave the ring back, all these things that your, your internal struggles that show on the outside, but we need to go through those things. We need to question all the things so that we feel this is the right decision. This is the way I need to go. And then you, you do, you, you build a solid foundation from that house you tore down. And then from there on, it's just mansions, make all the things. (laughs) You're right. And, and pain is necessary y'all. Like the way I've looked at it, I had a, a, like the day I retired. Yes. I'm using that word. (laughs) Love it. It was Halloween. And at that time, you know, the moon is full at that time because it was the end of the month. And I remember because I recorded myself crying, driving home going, I think this is my last day. Like I put in my sleeves, but I knew they weren't going to want me to come back because I wasn't comfortable. And I got out of my car and I walked over to my, you know, in the backyard and looked up at the moon and I went, oh my God. And just started hysterically crying all over again. Like my pain is my medicine. All this shit that I endured was for really actually for a reason. And it was supposed to help other people. And all Uh, these things started happening after that. And so I said it in the last interview and I'm going to say it again in this one, how you speak it is how you store it. I stored it as fibromyalgia 
I stored it as chronic pain. I, I stored it as the victim mindset and the story. Oh, well, this always happens. Oh, I always self, I self-sabotage to push people out of my life. Oh, it just reiterates that story again. All the things broke wide open for me when I had this download. And so I'm not perfect. There are still some things that I struggle with because everybody does. And that's yep, freaking we're all human. Home. Yes, we're still human at the end of the day, right? And so spiritual beings having that human experience, we are, we forget sometimes we're both. And so incredible things happen when you allow yourself to look at your pain. And you have, regardless, usually your pain is not your fault. Usually it was because of something that happened to you, but it is your responsibility to, to do something with it. It's everybody in your life, including you will tremendously benefit from you healing. And it's yes. not linear. It's the onion. You'll peel it and you're like, I'm good. And then you're like, oh, wow. <laughs> yes. there's another layer here. Are you kidding? I'm exhausted. I'm tired. I don't want to do this. And so quantum leaping though, you do something once when it comes again, you just collapse that time and you move through. And so anything that shows up in your life as a theme is because you haven't learned from it yet. You're doing the same damn thing to answer the equation. And there's another answer. There's another, you're missing a variable, whatever it is. And so it is up to you to heal. It is up to you to take that time to be the best version of yourself. I don't see why you wouldn't want to be right. So all the, Kalia, all the things. Brilliant. Brilliant. You're just preaching all the things, all the things, girl, (laughs) you know me. I am no BS. I go right there. I am not afraid of the dark. I am not afraid of the shadows or the cobwebs with other people, especially. Um, and it's because I've been able to navigate my own and realize like, there's a lot of beauty in this, yes. a lot of it. Uh, probably why I shoot a so lot of good. like abandoned, um, you and I talked like photography and stuff. Like I love abandoned homes, places, yes. desolation, the one tree in the middle of the field with nothing else. Like I just see so much beauty there. You know, I don't overlook it. I never do. So. Absolutely. Yes, we do. We do yeah. share that that interest for sure. I have a quick question that kind of popped up. So with all your work as dispatch and this trauma stuff that you've been going through and just your past experiences, what lessons that you thought, how do I, so hard to phrase these questions when they pop up because is there a lesson that you thought you'd learn to help others that ended up helping you more in your journey with this healing? That's an excellent question (laughs) because I feel like I learn all the time from my clients, Mm -hmm. how I become a better practitioner is because of them. It's because of the hiccups or the possible misunderstandings. And so even the clients that unfortunately did not work out or things change and whatnot, I'm always able to look at the experience and go, okay, what is this teaching me? So I don't exactly know how to answer that. That's a fantastic question. <laughs> Sorry. No, <laughs> no, it's okay. Can, can you word it differently? I think I'm having I know, trouble with the I'm, I'm trying to process it in my head as I'm speaking, but just you have so much experience with dealing with other people's traumas and, and trying to help them through that. And as you're going through your own, it's hard because, you know, you're in your own jar and you can't read your label when you're in your own jar, right? So it's yeah. harder to, to really dive into your traumas when you're, when you're in it. Yeah. And I'm, I was just wondering if there was some sort of lesson through this growth of yours that was like, oh man, I learned this from a client or I learned this from, you know, the, the books that I've been reading on this or the programs I've gone through. This is real life experience. Now I'm walking myself through this thing because it's, it is, it's a whole nother ball game when you drink yourself. I'm always like, I'll give you the, I'll give you advice till the cows come home. But if I'm in the same situation, it's going to take me like five more months. <laughs> yes. Yes. It, that is, that is. True. So I think grace. Mm, yeah. It's, you can do this work and heal at the same time, but it's, it's hard and it's, it's challenging, but you can do it. It depending on where you are in your journey. And so I think that 
the biggest lesson I have learned so far is to allow myself grace and know that. Yeah. Because emotion code, you can go buy the book for 25 bucks and do it on yourself. But are you? Can you actually get your (laughs) ego out of the way? And I can't. And so I've realized the only way I'm able to heal in the ways that I know I need to is if I hire someone. Mm -hmm. Because we can only, I feel like we can only get ourselves so far. And it's so healthy and so important to have a perspective of somebody who either doesn't know you. So a therapist or somebody that you hired or something like that, or a friend, a mentor, a coach in this world. Like I've hired, I have a spiritual holistic life coach. I have another spiritual teacher that I work with. I have a bunch of practitioner friends. I have a pagan witch in my life. I have all of these people who have helped me in ways that I could not help myself. And then realizing that with my clients, what I preach to them and what I've been preaching to myself is that, yeah, is grace. Thank you for like rewording it and explaining it a little bit more. Cause I was like, I really want to answer this question. And I'm like, <laughs> Do I, am I answering this? You're just throwing you on the spot. My bad. <laughs> no, I love it. No, no, no. I love being challenged. I love thinking about things that maybe I haven't given much thought to. Cause I'm going to think about that now when we get off, when we get off of this, I'm going to think about this a little bit more because there are so many lessons. There's so many things to learn. And I think that, like I said, I learned the most from, from doing, I can read the books. I can take the certifications I can do and do and do and do and do. That's not where I learn. I learn the doing. So thank you for that fantastic question. Thank of you. course. <laughs> I, love I love you. I love it. I know. I love this conversation. This is amazing. Yes. This is great. Uh, so where can people find you? Soulovermatter.com made it really easy. S-O-U-L overmatter.com. Uh, everything is in there from the hub, which you're a part of, which is that spiritual community for like-minded souls. I have my Instagram linked up there. You can find Rosie as well. I have everything from the hype woman mastermind to all of my one-on-one work that I offer my live events. So if you're local to Connecticut, you can come out for a group past life session. You can have a past life. That's another thing I started offering Clea. I don't know if I told you about that. So I'm super interested about those. Yes. So I finally bit bit the bullet on offering. Like I've done a lot of things like scared. I am not going to lie in the last few months. Um, and so I started off, I I've been doing past life sessions probably for, well, a lot longer paid. I mean, a lot longer, not paid. And I am somebody who can look at you and see a past life. Almost everyone I can do this. And so it hit me a couple months ago. I was at a party for the shop owners and all of our people were in one room and I just saw souls everywhere. And I was like, I could totally do this. I need to do this. And so I've been perfecting my script because there is a script I follow. Again, not under hypnosis. When you meditate, it's actually a form of self-hypnosis, something Mm -hmm. I learned recently. So I don't hypnotize people. This is not regression therapy. I am not certified in this. Again, something that has just been something that I've been doing forever. I don't have a piece of paper for this one. Right. Um, And so I offered my first in-person group past life journey two weeks ago and there were three people and it was great because they were like my focus group and it was incredible and so I now offer that and I do a sacred circle with the women every first and third Friday of the month in person and so I'm definitely growing in ways to to help more of like a community and a group of women and so everything that you would ever need to know about me and what I do is on that website so you could always start there. And if you feel like you want to learn a little bit more about what I do, come join the hub. Kalia can speak for it. Yeah. It's been open since August and it's just a beautiful community. And so I don't know, we'll see where things go from here, but that's where y'all can find soulovermatter.com. We'll just start there. We'll keep it simple. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'm so proud of you. That all sounds fantastic. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And I'm so proud of you let's not let's I know Kalia is super humble okay and 
she does incredible, beautiful things as well. And it's just been so awesome to watch you grow, even though, like I said, we'd mentioned, we don't talk all the time, but we know what's going on in each other's lives for the most part. And so we have a really awesome friendship, awesome connection, and I'm just really blessed to be here. And I want to thank you again for having me for sure. Yes. Thank you so much. You're so sweet. And we'll have to have you in luminaries. We'll try to plan um, like an event. If you want to facilitate anything in luminaries, you're more than welcome to. We would love it. Yes, (laughs) definitely. We could definitely do like a group past light session if that's something you wanted to do. Um, Oh my God. So awesome. Yes, 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 (laughs) yes. All of the things. All right. One closing question. What is lighting you up right now? My clients. Oh, yes. The the work they do. It's never been about, you know, how much money I can make. It's how much impact can I instill? And so what lights me up is the incredible life-changing work I get to do with them. Ah, brilliant. Your heart is always in the right place. I love you so much. I love you too. (laughs) I don't know how any, I don't know any, any way else, excuse me to be, you know, I've just always been super raw, super genuine, super open about the crap that I went through. And so it seems to be something that sits well and resonates with people. And that shit takes longer when you don't fluff, when you fluff and you make everything. Yeah. You can get there pretty quickly. It takes a lot longer to get to the top when you're, when you're real about who you are. And so, but on that journey for a very long time, climbing that mountain, I do not take the road that everybody else does never have. And I never will. So (laughs) Love it. More to be real means more to be real, right? Clear, yes, you know. Be you, girl. You are one be of the you. real ones. So yes. Yeah. Ah, brilliant. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Wow, just fascinating stuff. Make sure you go over and give Jess a follow if you're not already. All her links will be in the episode show notes at lightabovesolitude.com slash 39. You can also find her bio with the link to both of her featured episodes on our guest page by going to lightabovesolitude.com slash guests and find her name. But whether you follow her Instagram, hop in her Facebook group, or join the the Hype Woman Mastermind if you're a business owner, you will not be disappointed. Jess offers everyone in her orbit so much value and support. It's unbelievable. So until next time, stay lit, and we'll see you in the Luminaries community. Bye! Thank you for listening to today's episode. Let me take this time to remind you... Stop dimming your light. Stand brightly because the light is all around you. You do not need outside validation anymore. Embrace every aspect of you and start living truly authentic to your soul. Everything you want is in the light above solitude. If you love what you heard today and you feel called to support my work, you can now do so by buying me a coffee. A donation is never expected, but always greatly appreciated by me and my pack. Your support keeps the content flowing and my platforms as ad-free as possible. So head over to lightabovesolitude.com support. While you're there, check out all the ways we can connect further with details on my monthly membership, motivational text messages, and links to all my socials. You can even drop me a voicemail by clicking the mic icon in the lower right-hand corner. Until next time, friends, I love you.